0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to the XU podcast, episode 49. We are creeping up on episode 50. I'm going to try to do something special for it. Um, Got some ideas in the works. But before episode 50, we have to have episode 49. So I'm happy that you're here. My name is Andrew Widmer. I'm the host of this electronic music podcast. And this week, I'm going to do something a little different. And looking at this year in 2023, I'm trying to do some new things with the podcast from episode to episode. So maybe some different themes and different topics and some different episode structures. And this is one of the first ones. And it's what I'm going to call an artist profile. I was thinking of kind of calling it the main stage, where we focus on a specific artist and do a deep dive of their history, of their songs, of some of my favorite moments. And this week, we are diving into who I think is no joke, the most underrated person in dance music. And that man is Jeffrey Satorius. If you follow me on Twitter, you have seen my love for Jeffrey Satorius. I've tweeted at him, I've mentioned him in a bunch of different lists and songs and just absolute gem of a person that I don't think gets nearly enough credit for his passion and his absolutely just enthralling approach to dance music and his shows and his music. Some of you might be saying, who is Jeffrey Satorius?" And to that, I would say Jeffrey Satorius is the true Dash Berlin. So there's a lot to cover here. It involves lawsuits, it involves breakups, it involves name changes. On this episode, I'm ultimately gonna do my best to give the full story of Dash Berlin and of Jeffrey Satorius. I think it's worth sharing, and quite frankly, what's currently going on with Dash Berlin, because yes, they are still a group without Jeffrey Satorius, pisses me off to no end, and I think it's worth everything I love about Jeffrey Satorius, makes it worth ranting about this for an episode. So this episode, episode 49, is the Jeffrey Satorius podcast, And I'm going to do my best, again, to dive into everything, cover everything, and tell you the story of the most underrated man in dance music. So let's get into it. All right, so a quick little backstory on my introduction to Dash Berlin, and Dash Berlin as a whole. If you don't know Dash Berlin, and you probably do if you're a fan of the same type of music I am, it is prime progressive house music, some of the best out there. It is intense, elevated music with epic buildups and big drops, and it delivers on every aspect that you want at a big main stage or a big concert where you're jumping up and down, hearing that melody. It really is one of my favorite genres of dance music and one that's hard to pull off. And I think Jeffrey Satorius was the perfect person to be able to present that music to big crowds on big stages and bring the energy to match it. Now, my introduction to Dash Berlin came probably in 2015 or 2016, where I was on YouTube, I was watching sets, I was looking up concerts and Tomorrowland videos, and I came across a YouTube video from the Amsterdam Music Festival in 2014 by a guy named Dash Berlin. So I hit it, it was like 35 minutes long, and I was blown away with what I've found to paint the picture because this video has actually been taking off of YouTube, which I'll get to in a bit, but it was this guy putting more passion and energy into a concert I've ever seen from a DJ standing up, pumping his fist, going super hard, waving his hands, interacting with the crowd almost in a sense that it was kind of funny to watch. It was kind of like a SNL skit on progressive house DJs, but the music was incredible. He was doing John Legend and Coldplay remixes and these big progressive buildups that I've never heard before. And the music was incredible. And the guy himself, I could not look away from. And from that moment, I fell in love with Dasperlin and the man was Jeffrey Satorius. And I quickly realized that Jeffrey Satorius was more into the music and more passionate and loving the music more than anyone in that crowd or at that concert. And that's what you want from the person who's performing and the person who's delivering you this music to match your energy. So Dash Berlin, little background on them. They started in around 2007, 2008 in the Netherlands and it was two guys and they were making music and shortly after they started, this guy named Jeffrey Satorius joined the group and they became a trio. And Jeffrey Satorius would become the frontman for Dash Berlin ultimately. He was the one that would go up and perform the sets, perform the music. He was involved in making the music, but there were two guys behind the scene that were clearly involved in making the music that he was playing out at these shows. But Dash Berlin got super popular in that 2012-2013 2014 main you know progressive house festival EDM scene he was playing all the big festivals and he did that up until 2019 really every ultra he was having a main stage set he was at tomorrowland he was at all these big festivals and and i came to know dash berlin as this ridiculous awesome incredibly energetic frontman who played this epic house music progressive house music and he was everything, and that's one of the reasons why I was so into Dash Berlin. Not, not only was the music incredible, but the way it was being presented by this guy who was so passionate was something I had never seen before and something I was immediately drawn to. And it was all authentic, and I fell in love with that. So much so that I remember there was like a two- or three-year period where I was doing my best to find a Dash Berlin show to go to because I would watch YouTube videos. I would show my friends who weren't even really into dance music, him on YouTube, and they would we'd hysterically laugh and love it because it was just so awesome to watch this guy going super hard and was super passionate about the music he was playing. So I tried finding a Das Berlin show for multiple years, and finally it timed up that I was able to go see him in Boston, and the show blew me away. It was at Royale in Boston. And he came out, and he did an amazing Without You edit, and he had all these reboots and edits and remixes that I came to really love him for. The original Dash Berlin songs were incredible too, but I always joked that Dash Berlin would take very popular songs, both in dance music and just in pop culture and radio, and he would elevate them into these progressive house bangers. I used to joke that the formula for a Dash Berlin song was just taking an awesome melody and ramping it the fuck up to make it an epic progressive house song. So you can make any song a Dash Berlin song or a remix. That's what we used to joke about. And again, it, it sounds, if you don't know who I'm talking about, it might sound a little cheesy. And looking back, some of it definitely was cheesy, but it was awesome music and epic main stage and big buildups and really just fun music to listen to. And again it all the focal point of everything was this guy who was the front man who was Dash Berlin, Jeffrey Satorius and again, I don't think he ever got enough credit for that. He certainly garnered a pretty big following because like me, so many people saw what he was doing and were drawn to it and they became big followers of his, which played to his favor later down the line when he ultimately split from Dash Berlin. But people did love what he was doing. I still don't think he ever got the credit he deserved because maybe some people looked at it as kind of cheesy or you know maybe cheap, cheap entertainment. But I really think that the reason he became so big in Asia and he became big in Europe and obviously big in America as well is because he was just super passionate and authentic and he loved interacting with the crowd. Not in an annoying way, like some DJs out there. He wasn't always on the mic. He wasn't always counting down drops. But he would just come out in front of the DJ board, wave his hands, get crowd in for, get crowd interaction, and I absolutely loved him. So when I saw him, he played all of my favorite edits that he had on SoundCloud. He had some good Ellie Goulding ones. He had an Avicii without you one. Again, pretty much any big song that you've heard, he had an edit or a reboot to, and it was really just a lot of lot of fun to listen to. But then things got a little dicey towards 2019. And this is where I'm going to give you some history on what ultimately happened and what I think happened. In 2018, and this is according to Wikipedia, but in 2018, Jeffrey Satorius announced that he would be leaving the group Dash Berlin. I guess his intense touring schedule, because this guy really was traveling the world and every show he was performing, he was putting all of himself into. So he did that up until the late 2017s. And then ultimately he needed a break. So he took two months off because he needed a physical checkup. He needed some time off and he was unable to perform during that time because he was like, hey, I know you guys are making the music as well. I'm the one that's touring the world, getting on flights, traveling all over to play these shows and putting all my energy into the shows to keep Dash Berlin brand strong. And his management and the other guys in Dash Berlin were not happy with that. So he split from the group and the other guys kept the name Dash Berlin and they kept putting music out. This is in 2018. Now, Jeffrey Satorius just needed a break, right? So I don't think he wanted to stop being Dash Berlin, but there were lawyers involved and courts involved, and he made a push to keep the name Dash Berlin, but he ultimately ended ties with his former partners. So in 2018, he announced that he would be performing under his own name, Jeffrey Satorius. Now, he, he did this after they announced that he was no longer part of Dash Berlin, right? They were like, you can't take the time off. We have too many shows that you're unable to play because you're tired. And they froze him out of the social media accounts. They weren't allowing him to use the name Dash Berlin, which is ridiculous in its own right. Because here's this guy, which pretty much for the past five, six years, was building this name and brand, Dash Berlin. Yes, the music was awesome, but the reason that he had such a big following was because of him. Dash Berlin was a big name in dance music because Jeffrey Satorius was this guy going on stage that people loved. And he was awesome at the main stage, he would play epic music, and he, quite frankly, deserved any time off that he was taking. So he made a pushback, and he tried to get the name back from Dash Berlin, And he actually did. So the other two guys in the group left the group and he was able to perform as a solo artist under the name Dash Berlin. But through it all, the chemistry between those three and the original Dash Berlin group was gone and they needed a change and everybody kind of went their separate ways to perform under their own names and their own projects while Jeffrey Satorius was able to continue as Dash Berlin. This is in 2019. But then if you fast forward again, I know there's a lot of twists and turns, but there was a later lawsuit from the original guys in Dash Berlin that got the name back. And they that's why you saw Jeffrey Satorius go from Dash Berlin to Jeffrey Satorius. Then he was Dash Berlin again. And now he's still putting music out as Dash Berlin. Again, this is from Wikipedia. I could be wrong on a couple of things, and it's a little confusing. But ultimately, at the end of the day, the guy who built Dash Berlin and was the face, and why everybody loved them, and was the one that presented the music and toured everywhere, he is now only performing under the name Jeffrey Satorius. He still puts out music. He still puts out remixes. And he's still awesome. And he's still himself, and he's able to be this energetic guy who brings all this energy to his shows. But this is where I get kind of pissed off. I mean, God, Jeffrey Satorius was put through the legal ringer going through lawsuits, getting the name, getting the name taken away. All he wanted to do was perform this music. So I'm glad that he's still kicking with Jeffrey Satorius and putting music out on his own. And his fans really did follow him. People who fell in love with him in Dash Berlin, I think, realized that he was who they were going to see. And that's why he still has support and he's still getting people commenting love for him and everything that he went through. That's important to know, especially when you look at what Dash Berlin is currently doing as a group today. Dash Berlin today is still putting out music, the group. So I'm not talking about Jeffrey Sartorius now. I'm talking about Dash Berlin, the group. They are still putting out music, and they have this new frontman. They have this new guy that they're throwing out to all these shows, and they're putting, they're traveling him all over the world. And the name Dash Berlin still gets some pull because of the music that they put out. Again, they have some of the best songs ever I mean again really there's some great tracks by Dash Berlin that I absolutely love and this new guy this new front man that they have is a diet Jeffrey Satorius. and that's being nice this guy looks just like Jeffrey Satorius. he's got the same facial structure as Jeffrey Satorius. and if you weren't a big Dash Berlin fan you probably see this guy and you're like oh that's that's Dash Berlin that's the guy who's been playing all this awesome music but the disrespect for what Jeffrey Satorius built and to think that they can just throw this new guy out there and post him on their social medias and, you know, have shows and concerts where they're promoting this guy as Dash Berlin. For someone like myself, I'm watching this being like, what the hell is going on? Who do you think you are? Like, this is not the Dash Berlin. It's not my Dash Berlin. My Dash Berlin is Jeffrey Satorius, this passionate music fan who DJs and produces harder than anyone I've ever seen to this day. And I'm sure that COVID and the lack of shows that didn't help as well too. And the original guys needed to get the name back. And the big argument that people have when this topic comes up is, well, Jeffrey Sertorius didn't make any of the music. He was just performing it. And the other guys got pissed. That's at least what I've seen. That's what I've argued. But, even if Jeffrey Satorius wasn't involved in making any of the music, if he never made a single song, if he never produced a single track or remix for Dash Berlin, which I don't believe, I think he was involved, but even if that was the case, they chose to make this guy the front man. They were the ones that said, this is the guy we're going to use as the one to debut new tracks to play IDs at these festivals, to bring the energy up, and to make Dash Berlin a household name in the dance music world. And he did just that. They couldn't have asked for a better frontman to bring Dash Berlin into relevancy. And now they're just going to say, well, we have a new guy. He's great. He looks just like the old guy. He's not nearly as electric. He's not nearly as energetic, but he's going to go up there. I mean, at least put yourselves out there. If these guys had an issue with Dash Berlin or Jeffrey Satorius getting all the attention, these guys who are making this incredible music should be the ones that are putting themselves out there. And if you're going to get a new front man, get someone that looks a little different than Jeffrey Satorius. Get somebody with character that can... Present this big music. It's not something that's easy to do. You need a special person to play music That's this big and this epic on a main stage at a festival And again, it pisses me off that they still have Dash Berlin social media accounts promoting their new stuff Because I will say this and I might be biased but the new music that Dash Berlin is putting out is nowhere close to as powerful and epic as the music they were putting out when Jeffrey Satorius was involved. In fact, the music Jeffrey Satorius is putting out now as a solo artist is so much better than anything Dasper Lynn is putting out. And I'm sure a lot of that is because I know him, he's a personality and I've bought into him. I remember during COVID when everybody was home, it was beginning of COVID, there were no shows going on. There were all the live streams were happening on social media and we all had to watch those YouTube sets of live streams from homes. Every single day, Dash Berlin, or I'm sorry, Jeffrey Satorius would go live on Instagram and he would play like a two hour set, just him in front of his DJ decks from his house onto Instagram and he would respond to people who were commenting. And I loved it because this guy I had been following for years and I absolutely just fell in love with this guy and I saw how passionate and into the music he was. Here he was doing it for the love of the game instagram live in the middle of covid he didn't have to do that but he loved music he had all of his vinyls behind him and i would tune in almost every day and it was an awesome thing to have to look forward to him playing these awesome songs and you know responding to comments and taking requests sometimes and it was really cool to see him doing it and that was just who jeffrey Satorius was someone who loved dance music more than anyone something i always joked about with some friends was Jeffrey Satorius loves the music he's playing at these shows more than anyone in the crowd. And you could tell that. You couldn't fake that. And that's ultimately what they're trying to do with this new guy. The new Dash Berlin frontman, again, he's a Walmart version of Jeffrey Satorius. And the point of this podcast is to give Jeffrey Satorius the recognition he deserves. His music is big, progressive house music, and he does not let up in his shows. You look now on social media, on YouTube, and they've taken down a lot, almost all of the YouTube videos of Jeffrey Satorius as Dash Berlin from all these epic festivals he would do. I remember Ultra 2016, Jeffrey Satorius set, one of the best you could find. I remember 2014, the Amsterdam Music Festival, my first encounter with Jeffrey Satorius. They took that video down. And it's a shame because if Dash Berlin was smart, they would realize the, the gem that they found with Jeffrey Satorius, and they would put all their chips in that pot to continue having the, you know, Dash Berlin grow and be this big, powerful DJ in dance music. Another issue that Dash Berlin has is so many fans of Jeffrey Satorius are turned off to whatever Dash Berlin's doing today because they wronged our guy. We were Jeffrey Sartorius fans, and now you're taking away the name. You're going through all these legal lawsuits and all these court hearings. We're not going to follow Dash Berlin. We're going to continue loving and supporting Jeffrey Sartorius because we know who he is. We know what he brings to the table, and that's why we love him. So I guess that's really it. I I just wanted to give Jeffrey Sartorius the credit he deserves. And I wanted to give him a moment where if you don't know Jeffrey Satorius and you didn't know that Dash Berlin was one, more than one guy, but the guy who was the front man for all those years is now putting out music on his own as Jeffrey Satorius. I highly recommend you do that. Go listen to his music. Go watch all of his stuff. And if you have a chance to see Jeffrey Satorius in concert, I highly recommend you do so. You won't regret it. And I will always be a fan of his. I will always support him, no matter what people tell me. Whoever was making the music and who was really behind all those big tracks from Dash Berlin, if he didn't have anything to do with those, he still won me over. And I still look to him as Dash Berlin, and I always will. Dash Berlin, again, some unbelievable music from the early 2010s and then even into the you know 2016 2017 they were still putting out big remixes big reboots big edits on SoundCloud on YouTube and of course on Spotify and Apple Music and again I cannot say enough how much I recommend and I support Jeffrey Satorius I've said it before but I think that Jeffrey Satorius is my number 1 guest that I would want to have on the podcast because he deserves a platform, and he deserves people knowing all that he put into Dash Berlin all those years. And I think I would love to hear the story from his side and kind of what went down with the Dash Berlin breakup and split. And the fact that Dash Berlin is still around today and they're putting out music, and it's like watered down trance progressive house music, and they have this new guy who has zero character, zero personality, And again, I'm taking ricochet shots at him. It's not his fault. The other guys are just like, hey, we don't want to tour. You go play our music out. You keep playing these shows and you keep making us money. And they didn't didn't know what they had with Jeffrey Satorius because, man, he was electric. And quite frankly, there's not another DJ I can even compare him to. There's no one who puts more passion into their sets and brings it all for the fans and plays the music. And again, Jeffrey Satorius was always someone who loved the music he was playing more than anyone in the stadium, in the arena, in the crowd. He got the most into it, and I think he's one of those shooting stars in dance music, and he deserved this podcast episodes. So, so, Jeffrey, if you did listen to this, if you heard it, know that you have a big following of people who love you for all that you've done And the energy you've always brought and you've really made myself fall more in love with music and i think are a great example of the magic of edm and the magic of big electronic music so thank you so i'm sorry if you're not that into dash berlin and this episode maybe wasn't one you ran to listen to but if you can take away anything from this know that for me Jeffrey Satorius will always be Dash Berlin and Dash Berlin will always be Jeffrey Satorius. He's amazing. And uh, again, can't say, can't say enough high things about him. While it stinks that so many of his great videos and sets on YouTube have been taken down, know that I will always support Jeffrey Satorius and you can follow him and everything he does and you should because you get your money's worth with him. And if you like that magical, build-up, melodic, progressive house, trance music that so many people fell in love with and what got them into dance music, he's your guy. So Jeffrey Sotorius, one of the most underappreciated people in all of EDM, this podcast is for you, would love to have you on the podcast, so you're welcome anytime, go check his music out, go follow him, he deserves it this was episode 49 of the XU podcast.